Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Third down and two. There's the snap. Fake to Judkins. Pass over the middle. Pre-scored is all by himself. Catches it at the five. Takes it to the house. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Presentation of the Believe Podcast Network. It's time for the Believe in Ole Miss Podcast with your host, Brad Logan, your home for Ole Miss Sports. To be a part of the show, email the show at Brad.logan at Loganmedianetwork.com or shoot him a DM on Twitter at Brad Logan C-O-T-E. Download the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review online. And now, from the vault, to the pavilion, to Swayze Field, it's all Ole Miss, all the time. Here's your host, Brad Logan. And welcome into the Believe It Ole Miss podcast, a part of the Believe Network. A big show today. We're joined by CEO of the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, Gary Stoken. We'll break down... Everything you need to know about the city of Atlanta and the Peach Bowl, know it's going to be a huge crowd. It was a huge crowd back in 2014. I expect a huge crowd on Saturday, December the 30th. Gary Stoken coming up. Appreciate our sponsor today, Debbie Johnson and Debbie Johnson Realty. Bet online where the game starts. Our good friends down at the Rogue and, of course, our friends at College Corner Store. Thank you all for sponsoring the Believe It On Miss podcast. Let's get to it. Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl CEO Gary Stoken right here on the Believe It On Miss podcast, a part of the Believe Network. Now joined by Gary Stoken, the CEO of the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. It's been that since 1998. Hey, Gary, you and I talked uh, maybe a couple of years ago. Ole Miss opened with uh, Louisville down to the kickoff classic. Much bigger game this year. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Thanks for having us, and Merry Christmas to you and all your fans and listeners. Man, that's, that's great. You know, the first question I have for you is, I think you kind of answered it. On the social channels of the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, it showed uh, the executive board, if you will, they were very excited when the name Ole Miss popped on the board. I know you guys are really happy uh, that, that Ole Miss is, was chosen for the bowl game. Yeah, very happy. I think, uh, you know, as I often say, great styles make great fights. And to have the top 20 uh, offense, um, top 15 in a lot of cases in uh, the situation of Mississippi with, uh, you know, Jackson Dart and Quinshawn Junkins being top 10 players on offense and then having the uh, number one defense in the country with uh, Penn State um, you know it's going to be interesting to see the hurry up offense of Ole Miss and the uh, great defense of Penn State how that's going to work itself out kind of behind the scenes here I'd love to know this uh, so many of us in the business not only Ole Miss fans we're, we're, we're kind of circling the Citrus Bowl maybe an outside shot of the Cotton Bowl uh, I'll be honest with you, Gary. This really surprised a lot of us, and, and pleasantly, I might add. Uh, what was the process in going and selecting Ole Miss, and, and when did you guys kind of either learn that or kind of in conjunction with the college football playoff, the New Year Six, and that sort of thing? When did Ole Miss's name really pop up to you guys? Well, the interesting thing is we really, and you saw it on on uh, legitimately on that uh, Twitter feed. We didn't know. We we actually sit there like you do on Sunday without any conversation with the CFP, 
prior to or leading up to. Uh, and we find out what two uh, teams we get to open uh, the Christmas presents to see who we're going to be hosting. So, um, yeah, we had no say so. It's all about the CFP selection committee. Um, obviously, I think that in in this case, the uh, the move that they put Alabama in at number four um, certainly helped Ole Miss get into the um, the New Year's Six because if Florida State would have been in the top four, it would have pushed Alabama down to the Orange Bowl, uh, and then it would have kept uh, Ole Miss out of the uh, New Year's Six game. So. Uh, the selection committee helped the C, uh, the CFP selection committee helped the SEC in two ways. One, it got Ole Miss into the New Year Six and helped Alabama get into the playoff. And this bowl game has been in Atlanta for years under your guidance since 1998. Some figures I thought were interesting: 1.299 billion of an economic impact, 79.34 million in revenue for the city of Atlanta. This is a huge bowl game and one that uh, I, I know the city of Atlanta is really excited about uh, hosting. Well, a lot of people have, uh, in the media have called us the capital of college football now with the uh, rise of the Peach Bowl and the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl now being a New Year's Six Bowl game hosting the semifinal like we did last year and have done so in 16 and 19 uh, and last year with Ohio State and Georgia having 22.5 million viewers, which is all-time in the top 20 cable TV broadcast in the history of cable TV. Um, having the College Football Hall of Fame in Atlanta, creating the kickoff game format, which has changed the face of college football scheduling at the beginning of the season, and uh, selling out, I think it's 23 of 26 games most recently. And uh, we look forward to this game being sold out as well. A great time slot as well, 11 a.m. Central here in Mississippi. That's, of course, on ESPN on Saturday, December the 30th. I'll be honest with you, I don't know if you could ask for a better time slot on a Saturday. Yeah, it really is. A great time slot. And with, uh, you know, being a New Year's Six Bowl game, having two top 11 teams, Big Ten versus SEC, offense versus defense, you know, it sets up to be uh, a highly viewed game highly attended game, and certainly a great game on the field as well. Yeah, the first meeting ever between Penn State and Ole Miss, and that just does nothing but create intrigue for this matchup. You talked about the College Football Hall of Fame. I know the location there, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, a ton of hotels and everything downtown. What are some other things that fans could be involved with? I know there's going to be a parade early morning on December the 30th, but what are some things some fans could be looking forward to that are coming into the city early? Well, if they come in early, Atlanta's a great time to uh, be, uh, you know, in the city during the holidays. Uh, the hotel rooms are not very expensive because we have 16,000 hotel rooms downtown. There are a lot of them are in walking distance of Centennial Olympic Park, uh, you know, where you have the aquarium, the world's largest aquarium, the world of Coke. Um, you have the College Football Hall of Fame. Um, we'll be having a uh, Friday night, we'll host at the aquarium a pep rally with the uh, Ole Miss cheerleaders and band. Uh, people can go to the aquarium, which is a great experience. It's the largest one in the world. And then um, on Saturday morning, we start off with our parade that leads right into the Georgia World Congress Center and our Home Depot Fan Fest, which uh, we'll probably have thirty to 40,000 people in there with 
all kind of activities and games and activations by our sponsors. And then um, uh, the bands will perform in there as well. Uh, and then people will walk 200 yards right into Mercedes-Benz Stadium for kickoff around noon for, uh, you know, a great, great match between Ole Miss and Penn State. As you said, first time ever they'll play each other. And uh, a great time to uh, settle the score between SEC Big Ten, settle the score between offense and defense. And for Ole Miss, an opportunity to be the first 11-win season in school history. And we opened this thing up today talking about the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. I know you, you're you incredibly excited about that partnership with Chick-fil-A uh, with the uh, the main hub there around the Atlanta area. Yeah, one of the reasons we've grown as a bowl is uh, Chick-fil-A coming on as a title sponsor in 1997. Um, they're tied in, in being the longest uh, – a title sponsor in, in college football history next year. We'll set the record with them. Um, and, you know, having Mercedes Benz stadium, the best stadium in the world, uh, I think, um, having, you know, fantastic corporate support from the deltas and home depots and Kia's and Chick-fil-A's, uh, and the Southern company, Georgia power, you know, we've got a lot of great support and a lot of their executives are on our board. Um, and the great Southern hospitality we provide with the best volunteers in the business and an execution of all the events and the, and the game by the best staff in the business. You know, we were, um, we were named the, by the bowl season, which is a, comprised of all 44 bowls as the best student athlete experience last year. Um, so we, we enjoy Southern hospitality. We take care of the players and the staff and the fans and, um, and we also take humble pride in being the most charitable bowl organization in the country out of all 44 bowl games with giving $62 million to charity and scholarship. Um, and this year we'll, we'll be somewhere over $5 million, five to $6 million in charitable donations. So it's very important to us as we were founded as the ninth oldest bowl game, but the first game founded for charity. And as you mentioned in the start, we, we provide you, fantastic uh, economic impact and tax revenue to our city and state uh, during that time of the year. But also we, uh, we take humble pride in giving back to our community and the communities of the, the schools. Um, we'll donate $50,000 per team to each school in an endowed scholarship. Uh, Chick-fil-A will match that. So it'll be a hundred thousand dollars to each school in a uh, endowed scholarship, which will put us at about nine, $9.5 million that we've endowed in scholarships through the John Lewis Legacy of Courage Scholarships, which uh, provide opportunities for Title I kids, under underprivileged kids, the opportunity in many cases to be the first generation to attend college and get a college degree. So, um, you know, just something that, you know, we're using college football for the greater good. Yeah, I think it gets lost just what uh, your bowl does in regards to charity and i think that's really really cool thanks for thanks for pointing that out you talked about economic impact and dating back uh, you look back at 2014 now the game didn't go too well for Ole miss but i know a ton of Ole miss fans that went and had a great time i, I don't know how many you could estimate how many Ole miss fans were there but but the thing about it is do you expect that many to come in on december the 30th because back then i'm telling you what gary it was a huge crowd back in 2014 
Well, I really do because this, this team is special. You know, only having lost to number four Alabama, number six Georgia, two of the top six teams in the country, and you could probably debate those ratings as well. They, maybe they should even be higher. But, um, you know, Ole Miss is, and Lane Kiffin has done a tremendous job building the Ole Miss program back to where, you know, they are over the last few years really in comparison to everyone else in the SEC, probably the third highest uh, ranked SEC program. And that's saying a lot with you know, the Alabamas and the Georgias as many national championships as they've won over the last 10 years. So, you know, Lane and Ole Miss and their fans, just a great brand. And, um, you know, they started the CFP era, as you said, in our Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, and they're going to end the CFP era in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. So, Something interesting for history there, as well as with Penn State. If Penn State uh, were to be successful in this game, they'll be the first and only team since we're going to a 12-team playoff next year of winning all New Year, all six New Year's Six Bowl games. Wow. that's a, Just both teams have had incredible years. I know everyone's excited about the game on December the 30th. You talked a little bit about tickets, and it's not an easy ticket. Uh, a number of these games under – uh, since 1998 have sold out. You, you provided those stats a moment ago. How are ticket sales going for this game, and what is the best avenue for tickets for Ole Miss fans listening? Well, I know Ole Miss just went on uh, sale on Monday, and I think they were already up to uh, about 8,000 tickets uh, You know, through yesterday afternoon. So they're, uh, they're doing a great job. They get uh, 13,000 tickets, as does Penn State. And we fully expect both Ole Miss and Penn State to sell through the 13,000 and uh, people to go onto the secondary market and gobble up the rest of the tickets. So uh, we'll have another sellout. Um, we've expanded the stadium to uh, include this expandable pullout seats because we know there's such a great uh, interest in this game. And uh, based on what happens over the next week here on ticket sales, we might even have to open up uh, standing room only. What is the capacity once you, you add the additional seats? You know, we, uh, we're seating probably with expandables about 75,000. Uh, last year, we, we set an all-time record for Mercedes-Benz Stadium, which includes Super Bowls and all the Falcons games and everything else. Uh, with 70, I think we're at 78,000, uh, over 78,000 fans. So, uh, you know, it's a great place to watch the game. Great sight lines, the concessions. You know, Arthur Blank, give him all the credit in the world for building a very unique stadium with the roof that uh, will probably remain closed until we'll promise 72 degrees. But also uh, holding concession pricing down to where it's the lowest concession prices of all the NFL uh, facilities in the country. So you can get Cokes for... I uh, probably get the number wrong, but it's like only two bucks and you can get free refills. And uh, so it's, it's um, along with the great sight lines that it has, it's just a unique experience for fans. Yeah, I, I definitely wanted to point out the stadium. It, it's really cool. I think fans will, will uh, you know, when we were there uh, against Louisville, I, I remember looking up and the roof was open and I remember watching it close and it was really cool to, to watch that. Uh, other than great sight lines and, and great concessions, what are some things you could pass on to the fans? I know you really like this stadium. It, it is really cool. What are some things some fans could be looking forward to? 
Well, the great thing is, uh, you know, shopping and restaurants in Atlanta that time of the year, great time to be there. Um, as I mentioned, all the activities with the College Football Hall of Fame, which is a must-do and must-see if you're a college football fan when you come to town, the aquarium, the world of Coke. Um, you know, there's so many things to do in Atlanta that time of the year. Um, and then, you know, just to get ready for our game, go to the aquarium, go to the College Football Hall of Fame, come to the parade, go to the Fan Fest, and then get in that stadium uh, for a noon kickoff to uh, to root on your Ole Miss Rebels and um, just have a great experience of college football and it's really a celebration for a successful year. He's Gary Stokin, CEO of the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. He's been that way since – he's been there since 1998. He's done a fantastic job. He's seen a lot of good football in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. And, Gary, we appreciate you could join us today and look forward to seeing you in Atlanta in a couple of weeks. Well, we look forward to hosting you and all the fans of Ole Miss. And uh, congratulations on a great season. And um, we'll look forward to the celebration on the 20, on the 30th. That was Gary Stokin, CEO of the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a part of the Believe Network. We appreciate Gary joining us. We appreciate you listening. Thank you very much for subscribing and downloading the show. The numbers have been great, and it's because of you. We look forward to talking with you later on the week. As recruiting is cranked up, be sure to check out the Red and Blue Crew podcast. That's, of course, part of the 24-7 sports family with me and David Johnson. We'll talk to you soon right here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, part of the Believe Network. Today's show is brought to you in part by Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments for the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, fights, and NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all sports wagering needs, including live betting and the fan favorite Vegas Casino and Poker Games. It's really easy to get started. Just head on over to the website, use your mobile device, and sign up today. Use our promo code BLEAV50, B-L-E-A-V-50, and receive your 50% welcome bonus in your first deposit. But online where the game starts. Today's show is brought to you in part by Realtor Debbie Aldison Johnson. If you're looking for a spot in the Oxford area or quite frankly anywhere in Mississippi, that is your go-to. Remember, real estate industry since 2003, looking for that special ag property, maybe a recreational property, maybe a commercial real estate property or a new home. Uh, Debbie does a great job and can be your real estate agent today. Just contact her directly at 662-234-5555. Of course, that's a member of the Kessinger Real Estate family, KessingerRealEstate.com. And Debbie has been with them for quite a few years. If you need to get her directly, just dial her cell phone at 662 662- 689-0090. Remember, your go-to for real estate, whether it be commercial, farm, or maybe you need that home. Maybe you need that second home in Oxford. You're looking maybe to relocate to Oxford. Go to the real estate family, the Kessinger Real Estate family. Debbie Johnson, your realtor, 662-234-5555. Or call her cell phone at 662-689-0090. Debbie Johnson, a proud sponsor here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast. 
The College Corner is headed to Oxford. Stop by their new location in the Oxford Commons off Sisk Avenue. They'll have 4,000 square feet of Rebel gear ready for your trip to the Grove. On your next trip to Oxford, stop by the College Corner or our other great locations in Ridgeland and Flowood. Hats, shirts, polos, pullovers, sweats, t-shirts. College Corner has it all. And as always, you can visit us online at collegecornerstore.com. That's collegecornerstore.com. The College Corner, where your game day apparel meets. If you're looking for the perfect game day outfit for the Grove, look no further than the Rogue in Jackson. Live in Oxford? No problem. Go to therogue.com and shop the collegiate section, and there you'll find Horn legend Peter Millar, the best selection of Rebel game day clothing, celebrating 56 years of business and a sponsor of the Grove Collective. When you're in Jackson, go by the Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in the capital city, an extensive collection of sports coats, suits, Shirts from brands like Peter Millar, Tom Beckby, Brax, Jack Victor, Mark Digman, and others. And when you stop by the store in Jackson, and that's where you'll see the best selection of Rebel Game Day clothing. That's the Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson. Go by and tell them that you heard about it on the Believe It On Miss podcast. Hi, this is Brad Logan. The Grove Collective's mission is to support, elevate, and protect the well-being of all our student-athletes through a wide range of NIL opportunities and initiatives at Ole Miss. The Collective was established to deliver a best-in-class NIL experience that is worthy of the student-athletes who give their all for Ole Miss. This consolidated and sustainable model provides premium access and experiences between our members, corporate partners, and our athletes. To support all Ole Miss athletes and their NIL platforms, visit thegrovecollective.com. That's the grovecollective.com. Join our team, become a member today. You've been listening to the Believe in Ole Miss podcast with your host, Brad Logan. Download the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review online. Be sure and check us out on Twitter at BradLoganCOTE and at Believe Podcasts, as well as Facebook, Brad Logan Media. From the vault to the pavilion, to Swayze Field. It's all Ole Miss all the time. This has been the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a presentation of the Believe Podcast Network. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.